The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed in this podcast belong solely to those expressing them and do not necessarily reflect the OSA Foundation Incorporated or any other group or individual. This podcast may contain dialogue or subject material that could be considered for mature audiences only. All aspects of how you play the game and the OSIP Foundation Incorporated are protected by copyright and other state and federal intellectual property laws. Unauthorized use without the express written consent of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated is strictly prohibited. If you're interested in sponsoring how you play the game, please email us at podcast at osipfoundation.org. Your sponsorship may be tax deductible. Welcome to another episode of How You Play the Game, the official podcast of the OSIP Foundation Incorporated. Yours truly, Jack Furlong, as we talk to you about what's going on as far as the world of sports is and sportsmanship is concerned. This is the second episode of the month of September. The year is 2023. So glad you can be with us. As always, check us out online at osipfoundation.org. You can contact the show using the address uh, podcast at osipfoundation.org. On social media, we're at facebook.com slash Foundation, Twitter and Instagram at Foundation. hashtag how you play the game. Uh, I'm, I'm like forgetting what I'm supposed to say because I'm completely off my game. Our producer engineer, Sean Ryan, is taking some well-deserved time off. The dude has been working exceptionally hard, so I'm flying solo for an episode or so. And uh, just, I, you know, without, without him, I don't know what to do. So uh, we'll try and get through this one quickly, but uh, obviously we want to make sure that uh, we hold the, the, the fort down until he can return. Uh, but uh, we welcome him back uh, sooner rather than later. Let's put it that way. Um, I wanted to get to something. I, as I was preparing for this episode, um, I, I I could feel the emotion inside me boiling. Um, it was it was that it was that weird. Um, I, I I wish I could describe it better than to just say like. I, I could feel the 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 anger and the hate and this that the other and whatnot. I felt I felt like I felt like Anakin Skywalker becoming Darth Vader almost. So, um, but 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 we've got to, We've got to look at something here. I saw this. I sent it to Sean. He said, "Yep, podcast episode done." Okay. So, if you if you know anything about the history of our friends over at Close Call Sports, uh, they've been doing a podcast for some time. And at one point, many moons ago. Uh, they did a podcast where they interviewed some people who put out some media that were, were um, let's just say, anti-umpire. Okay, um, one was a professor or someone. I can't again. I'm I'm blanking a hundred percent here, but the one was like a professor who wrote an article about the strike zone and which umpires should get playoff assignments based upon that and the argument was you have no idea how the system works you're going solely on numbers and that's that that's not how this works it's you know the data is therefore incomplete because you're you're completely eliminating certain factors here that that or you know dictate how the system works and then the other one was at was the guy who invented umpire auditor which is a system that is on social media uh that that basically audits every single job that a plate umpire does and it has no margin for error, and it really takes a negative tone. And the problem here with with a lot of that stuff that was that was inter- that that was done by these people who were interviewed by Close Call Sports is that the 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 aspect of it is negative. Okay, um, what happens is these people who run Umpire Auditor or who who, who write these articles and whatnot uh, are, are, for lack of a better term, punching down. Okay, we live in this society where 
we have to get our pound of flesh, so to speak. We have to punch down. We have to put other people down. We have to point out other people's faults without looking at our own faults first. And I was scrolling through Instagram one day, just completely wasting time, and I found a new account that caught my eye and I had to research it and the account is called umpire hate 101 okay it's on Instagram umpire hate 101 and as I was going through it again it was all these clips from all over the the sport that basically just hated on umpires I mean it's in the name umpire hate okay talk about I mean that's that that in itself drives you nuts so I started researching it a little bit, and if you go on uh, their web—I'm sorry, their Instagram page—they uh, have a, a tab for merchandise. So I went to the merchandise shop, and right on the merchandise shop, it tells you the dude who started it and why he started it. So the guy's name is Felix Passman, and if you Google him, you find out that he is a uh, a collegiate baseball player. Uh, looks like he is uh, at Oberlin College, and he's a pitcher. So, like, if you look at the Oberlin College athletics site, um, it says here he wears number 57. He's a right-handed pitcher. Um, he's uh, from Washington, D.C. Um, kind of looking through things here, and uh, uh, just, there's no statistics. I mean, the, the page itself might be a little out of date when and you know whatnot but we'll we'll kind of we can go through that the fact that his name is up there is right off the bat kind of weird um so anyway if you go if you can google him and go to the merchandise store which is at fourthwall.com and you can find felixpassmanshop.fourthwall.com and it gives you the the umpire hate merchandise shop um, where you can get a logo sticker or a white hooded sweatshirt or a long sleeve cotton shirt, etc. So then you can click on the About tab, and here's what it says. Why I started at Umpire Hate 101. And he says, quote, As a huge fan of baseball and collegiate player myself, I recently became frustrated with the lack of quality umpiring in both professional and amateur baseball. I began posting Instagram videos in 2016 as a teenager to bring both light to the issue and encourage accountability for poor umpiring. Most importantly, I used my platform as a source of entertainment to sporting fans and umpires alike. Despite the word hate, I aim to build a supportive community that binds together players and officials. It is within everyone's best interest to eliminate as much judgmental error as possible and laugh off mistakes even at the highest level. When I read that at first, I felt a, 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 a cacophony of, of things. I wanted to reach through the computer and like grab the dude by the throat and say, what are you talking about? Um, it's just, it, it, it completely was just like, oh my God, I could not believe what I was, uh, what I was, what I was reading, what I was seeing, what I was feeling, etc. Um, now, granted, this is this is a college kid who, uh, you know, has not, you know, gone through the same life experience that um, that 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 maybe I have at the ripe old age of uh, forty. But um, 
it just it just it's just so weird. It's just, <laughs> I'm just finding this now too. If you go uh, on uh, his Instagram page as well, there's a there's a link to a Scentcraft uh, page. It looks like they have umpire hate cologne. So you know, if if you, if you really want to support the cause, you you might want to get the the umpire hate cologne. That's a great idea, right? So anyway, um, as I as I kind of you know, uh, move off the, the scent of umpire hate tangent here. I, I, I want to explore why this is so important. You know, words have a, have a very distinct charge to them. And just kind of saying, despite the word hate, you know, I aim to build a supportive community and whatnot. That charge in our society today doesn't work the same way that it did many moons ago. You know, people don't have the ability to stop and think the way that they did, you know, when you know, before the, the, our society as it's known now uh, became what it is. You know, we take things at face value. We, we allow our brains to take the path of least resistance just to get the job done. There's no critical thinking. There's no breakthrough learning. There's, there's none of that. There's no debate. There's no discourse. There's, there's no discussion. There's, 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 there's none of that. So from a, from a, from a marketing standpoint, this seems to be done very specifically to grab attention which in itself is bad sportsmanship. You, you can't be, I mean, you, if you're using these types of platforms to grab attention, it's really sad. It's quite sad, to be honest with you. Um, you know, and, and I, I just, it, it drives me nuts that, you know, that's the way that we operate in today's society. You look at, look at the media and the way that they manipulate uh, what they can use, these sleazy tactics to, 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 to get people to think and feel and believe certain things solely for ratings and revenue and whatnot. I mean, that's essentially what this is to, to a particular degree. Grab your attention, make some money. It's, it's you know, sad. And as I'm, as I'm going through this, I'm kind of debating, like, does, does this warrant uh, a further discussion? Does it warrant an examination? Is, there, is this more about the, you know, the... Um, the, the ability to make money and make something of yourself. You know, there's there's so many different ways that I could go with this as I try to better understand what this dude is doing. Is he really trying to uh, build a community to eliminate judgment here? Or is he trying to uh, make some, some quick bucks and some notoriety and, and become this social media influencer and whatnot? I'm sure it could go anyway. You know, I don't know the dude. And then I started thinking, well, does it make sense to to contact this guy and to ask him about it? You know, do we write him a letter? Do we do we write him an email? I, it's 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 really really odd, and I'm not sure how I feel about it yet. You know, um, it's just as as I see this kind of stuff, it just makes me sad. And and you know, I was just all the stuff that I've said so far almost feels like the emotion of anger and frustration, like I got to get it out. And now I'm kind of getting into that point where I'm disappointed. I feel sad about it. It's sad that this is what we have to do or what is allowed in our society. And granted, yeah, we we are allowed to free speech. This guy is, this guy is certainly allowed to do what he's doing. There's no law necessarily against that. But 
there there is this moral code that is being skirted here in order to try and gain some sort of advantage. And and the phrase that really saddens me and also gets my dander up is this last one where he says, it is within everyone's best interest to eliminate as much judgmental error as possible and laugh off mistakes even at the highest level. You, the, there's two parts of that, this eliminate judgmental error and then laugh it off. It, it, it contradicts itself in a particular way. And I, and I would be curious to know exactly why he thinks that needs to be done that way and what, how he came to that conclusion. And I wonder, as I, as I kind of alluded to, does it make sense to contact him? Does it make sense to, sit, to write him and say, what are you doing? You know, and if I were to do that, what would that entail? Do I, do I take the, the tone of what you're doing is terrible or do I take the, the inquisitive tone of why? I want to better understand this. What is what is better sportsmanship here? And I think that's an interesting question too, because when we talk about these types of things, you know, on one hand we have to call this stuff out. We do that throughout OSA, okay? Our podcast, our blog, all these things. There's a lot of calling out with this stuff, putting them on notice. There, you know, it's 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 you are passing judgment, unfortunately. And a friend of mine explained this to me once because I felt bad that I was calling people out. I, I'm the type of person who likes to lead by example. And a friend said to me, "We have to call people out on this kind of stuff because that's the only way, or the most, the easiest way to bring attention to it and to try and change it." Yes, the idea of leading by example is important, and two things can be true at the same time here. Okay, you can continue to lead by example and also call things out. They don't necessarily contradict one another, okay? Where they begin to contradict one another is when the calling out of people leads to bad sportsmanship in itself. So when we do call people out for this kind of stuff, we have to do it in a way that is in itself good sportsmanship. And maybe that's where we find this happy medium. That's where we say when we call someone like this Felix Passman out for Umpire Hate 101, we have to do it in a way that says, you know, I feel like you're doing a disservice and I need to better understand why you're doing this because from my point of view, this is not good as opposed to the poor sportsmanship of coming down and essentially punching down. You know, do we really need to take this defensive stance uh, that, that is really a good offense? You know, they have a lot of those discussions about it. What, what, what makes a good, you know, defense, a strong offense and vice versa, so to speak. Um, I feel like, in this sense, trying to attack him may not be getting the message across. And let's face it, when we have arguments with people, when we have debates with people, those types of attacks never get us anywhere. We're basically having a debate just to be on a winning team, rather than trying to find the compromise. And maybe that's what we need to do here, is to call him out, but to do it in a way that says, we're going to find a compromise here. Or my goal is to find a compromise here. I want to better understand what you're what you're trying to accomplish, and I'm wondering if you can see it from my standpoint as well. And maybe maybe there's going to be a change here. Maybe I can better educate you. Maybe I can provide resources that help you better understand this. You know, maybe that's where we have to go with this, and to do it in a way that that tugs at the heartstrings rather than, you know, just going just just punching down. You know. We can still lead by example by doing that. So 
I'm curious to know what other people might think about this. You know, we, we sometimes we ask people to, to kind of chime in about it. And it's more about just keeping the, the conversation going. It's not necessarily if you don't feel comfortable contacting the show via email or on our social media or anything like that. What I, what I would ask is have the conversation with people. Have the conversation with yourself, you know, and say, what, where are we, what do I feel when I think about this stuff? You know, we one of the things we try and do at OSIP is to humanize the sports officials. And this does not do it. This this tells somebody that th- their their humanity is is invalid. And that's not good. That I I wonder you know that actually sounds like a good ta- tagline to use if I contact this guy is to say when when the the tone that is being taken here puts a negative connotation on humanity. And we just pray that that he gets it. You know, we just pray that he understands what we're trying to get at here. You know, it's just it's just sad. It's what it is. It's sad that this is something that I was able to find. And I'm sure that if you if you Google this stuff, if you search it more on social media or whatnot, you're gonna find a lot more. But this one I found, I had the I had the the ability to 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 research it a little bit and it just it just hits me differently, you know? So what do you think? Why? What do you think about about having a site like this, or having a, a an Instagram account, or social media accounts like this? Is it really trying to accomplish something for the greater good? Because when I see this, I see I see a villain. I see a villain who 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 believes that the greater good is through destruction. To create a better society, we need to destroy the current society. And I don't know if I like that. So I got to put some more thought into it. But I wonder how you feel. So don't don't be afraid to have the conversation. Don't be afraid to reach out. Let's let's keep this conversation going. Reach out to me via via email using the address podcast at osafoundation.org or or make a comment at one of our social media sites like Facebook.com slash Foundation, Twitter and Instagram at Foundation, hashtag how you play the game. Might be worth doing, okay? One thing I will say, I'm not sure good sportsmanship would mean going to umpire hate one oh one and telling him that he's doing a bad thing. Now, maybe you want to tag him and say, hey, you should listen to this. You might want to tag him and say, you know what, what you're doing disappoints me. But don't go down the road of tagging him and saying, you know, you suck because that's poor sportsmanship. If we're going to change the world, if we're going to try and make these changes, it has to be a slow burn. It has to be done the right way. And we have to hold on to that, okay? This, this isn't something that just gets changed overnight. So keep that in mind as you as you start to think about these things. It's very important. All right. I want to thank everybody for joining me today. I know it's a short episode, uh, but hey, with uh, with our producer engineer taking some much deserved time off, nothing wrong with a quick one every now and then. You know what I mean? So we'll talk to everybody again when uh, fall is in full bloom, if you will. No pun intended or anti pun. Is that is that what it is? Because blooming certainly doesn't happen in uh, in fall. But anyway, uh, hope everybody is well. Uh, and we will talk to you in just a few short weeks. And until we talk to you, treat each other with respect. How You Play the Game is a production of the OSIP Foundation, Incorporated. The producer-engineer of this episode is Sean Ryan. Music by Soundspring Studio. The executive producer of How You Play the Game is Jack Furlong. For more information, visit osipfoundation.org. <laughs>